Hello, my name is David, and uh, this is Galut Radio. And um, I'm an old man. I'm 75 years old, and I'm very appreciative of all the um, uh, effort given to, you know, to people my age. And <clears throat> in a way to try to give back, I've started this uh, broadcast um, Galut Radio. Galut in Hebrew means um, exile. And one of the uh, promises about the exile is, uh, is sickness, is that we will be uh, visited with sickness. And in the middle of the darkness of all this sickness, so I've uh, made a commitment for five days a week. Uh, to produce an hour broadcast revealing the secrets of the Kabbalah. And the Kabbalah is um, uh, literally means receive, and, um, uh, and this is considered the most feminine, most hidden of all the teachings. And because the, uh, in, in, in much of a way, as the woman is able to open up the heart of the man. Similarly, the Kabbalah came to open up the heart of the Jewish people, which is in the Torah, and the highest, deepest part of the Torah is the Zohar, and the Kabbalah, uh, which came to the earth about 500 years ago, opened up the Zohar, uh, which came to the earth a thousand years ago, but was written a thousand years earlier, when the three parts of the Torah, which means teaching, uh, uh, the, the three oral parts, the feminine parts of the Torah, were written down in the Talmud, the Medrash, and the Zohar. <clears throat> And, um, and as I attempted to explain in, in previous episodes about where we are in space, that uh, the idea of space, the continuality of space is really seen in the letter Aleph, the first letter uh, of the Hebrew alphabet, which is composed of a vertical line going left to right from the upper left-hand corner to the uh, lower right-hand corner, dividing uh, a, a, a dot into two dots. And, and this is uh, uh, the basis of creation that happens constantly, that the creator, out of the oneness of the great name, makes a space for the creation of duality. And why did the Creator do this? Because the Creator wanted to be known in low, and therefore engraved into the hard light, the great name of God, a space that is continually being created, because without that we would, you know, fold back into the oneness. And um, and so that did, and where are we in the olive? We're in the lower dot of the olive, and uh, that's where the universe is.
So that's space. And the other component, you know, once you have space, uh, immediately it's a, um, I forget the name of it, a um, uh, symbiotic relationship between time and space that when you have space, you have time, and, and time can only happen, you know, the, the, what time is, is the measure of movement. So prior to movement, prior to this engraving into the orange soap, there was no space, there was no time, there was no movement, but as soon as the engraving begins, uh, which sort of, you know, is first the rippling through the or ain't so until the creator said die enough, which is the gematria of, uh, of uh, 314, Shaddai, uh, Shaddai, the name Shaddai, uh, the one who said enough, and uh, which is also the first three numbers of pi. And, uh, and, and, and it caused uh, black holes to emerge. And, and the black holes gave birth to uh, all the stars. That's why we find generally black holes in the middle of all the galaxies. And interesting enough, uh, maybe not enough, but in, very interesting is the fact that we are, um, uh, we are 26,000 light years from the center of the uh, 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 the center of our galaxy, the Milky Way, and we travel around, we appear to travel around the North Star every uh, 26,000 um, uh, years, and, uh, and the name of God is 26, which is embedded inside the olive because the olive is made of a line which is above whose uh, uh, value is six and two dots which are yuds whose value is 20 is also 26 and it's interesting also there were 26 million light years uh, 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 we find 12 giant galaxies surrounding our uh, uh, our dual a core, like uh, people have two brains and two parts of the heart and the kidneys and the liver, that, that we have two galaxies, the Andronima galaxy and uh, the Milky Way, and we're on the outer part of the Milky Way, and uh, the way that we got to be there is our Earth is different from all other bodies in the universe, that it came from the foot of God, not that God has any feet, but meaning it came, you know, from the, 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 the foot, foot of the chair of God, that's how they put it, and was placed right in the right place in our solar system to make the tenth body from the sun until Pluto, and, uh, 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 and, and, and this is the place of physical life, and this is the lowest place in the universe, and this is where God wants to be known, and we are the ones who admit to God. We are Ju the Jewish people, we're called Jewish because we admit that, yes, God is here everywhere to everybody all the time. And we are obligated, uh, we were chosen, obligated to do 613 commandments, many of them which only can be done in the land of Israel. So that's all about space. 
What about time? That time also is segmented. It's not, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, it's not just a thing that has always been and will always be. Because uh, there was a time when there was no time. There was a time when time began. And there'll be a time when time ends, when everything will go back to being part of Orin Sof. And, and so the question is, just like we need to know, where are we in space? That, that gives us some sense of security and, you know, where we're going. You know, sort of like, you know, like just even between the physical and the spiritual, it's like the olive, and there's this line dividing us. When we live here, we all go to the upper world. There's nothing beneath us. There's nowhere to go but into heaven. And, of course, in heaven, everything is seen, and our life is judged. And, and uh, the greatest pain in heaven is the embarrassment we feel for not understanding the great honor it is to be in this physical world and to try to, you know, to, to bring down light into this world. And so uh, one uh, aspect of light is to uh, enlighten people as to where we are in creation and, uh, and certainly who the creator is and how about, you know, in the time what, each generation has their time, but is there a, a, a greater uh, time around time? And the Kabbalah comes to teach us, yes, there is, absolutely. There is this time uh, uh, beyond our time. And I say this is God's time, because there was the time when God uh, 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 began creation, engraved uh, into uh, the oneness, emptiness, and, and as when nothing came out of something, and, 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 and there was movement. And whenever you have movement, you have time, because, uh, you know, time is, the definition of time is the measurement of movement from one point to another. So as soon as you have two things, you got one of them moving, then, uh, uh, you know, you have time. And, uh, and, and, and so uh, one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, uh, one of the things about time is we can sort of go back into time. Like all, you know, the starlight, it says, has taken so much time to reach us. That's how we come to these uh, astronomical uh, 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 you know, the speed of light uh, calculations of how far everything is and where we are and how long it took to get there. And of course, our basis of time, you know, is from the earth. You know, this is earth time. But uh, but time is something that's very important within the Torah. The first word of the Torah is Breshit. In the beginning, and uh, uh, and that as some would say that's the beginning of time. Breshit is because everything had to be created. Created also Breshit, the beginning of time. So one might say from that, uh, uh, particularly people who read the Torah, which means teaching as a testament, which doesn't allow for questions. 
But in Torah, which means teaching, you're supposed to ask questions. How could that be? Is the answer that God just clicked God's fingers and everything just became as God wanted it to be? And uh, uh, But that's a hard pill to swallow. Because we live in a universe which everything is very logical. And we can kind of work our way back and see cause and effect. So why would God fool us to, 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 to appear to be cause and effect, but really wasn't? I don't know. Better, and, and, and the key that this is not the, 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 the truth, is that it says uh, throughout the oral Torah, that there, uh, that for two thousand years before creation, that um, uh, God uh, played with creation for two thousand years. So we see from there that there are two times, and the Zohar talks about this of being these two times. It is the time of the actual beginning of the formation of the universe. And then there's a second time which begins with uh, the life on this planet. And this planet is fecund with life. Life is everywhere because this planet is alive, because the pebble in the, uh, uh, in, in the core of our planet is uh, this molten lead, they say, and, and this is what came from beneath the Kisei HaKavod, the chair of God, and uh, was placed exactly perfectly. So, uh, you know, there would be these perfect eclipses, eclipse between the sun and, and the moon and the earth. And, uh, uh, and, and our place in this body has, is given of the of the sun and the nine planets is given life to the entire thing. We are actually bringing our solar system alive. So we're sort of like you know we we're the beginning of gestation, and uh, and it always talks about that, that there are these times of birth within it, and and this prototype is set out in what is called the six days of creation. In other words, after the 2,000 years of uh, God playing with creation, which when you take the earth, the earth's 365 days and square it times uh, 2,000, you get to uh, 266,450,000. And those six numbers indicate why creation began when it did, because, which is asked in the Talmud, uh, this question, and, uh, and you can see it in the numbers, because 26 is the gematria, the number associated with the yud heh the name of God, and 45 is the number of Adam, who is going to be created on the earth, beginning, uh, uh, ending on the, on the sixth day of creation. And the six in between are the six days of creation. So when that number came up, God said, now time is right. And, and but, but, God, but the human being was not created on the first day of creation, even though he was the main thing, because the human being has freedom of choice to know the creator or not. 
and but instead first was created light. So we have to look at uh, uh, these six days as being the preparation for the uh, play, the story that God wants played out on this earth. And God has a uh, time, you know, the, the, the play has a certain time, has a beginning, has a, uh, has a middle and has an end. But, uh, but the interesting thing of the play, it's a spontaneous play in that there is a, um, should we say, that there is a, um, uh, a script. But the actors within the script are allowed to, you know, do what they want. Because certain things are going to happen, and it's up to us what part we want to do in that. Like, I was... 21 in 1965. I just got out of the Navy. And some people watched uh, what went on uh, on the TV, much like we watch politics. And, and, and some, some of us went out and wanted to be part of it, to actually experience what was going on. And because uh, uh, it was a particular time, a very important time. And it's interesting, I'm talking about time that in the Hebrew calendar, which is what I want to get to, that was 5,730. <clears throat> That's when the 60s ended. And uh, that happens to be the half-life of carbon-14, which carbon-14 is the way that we uh, uh, measure time, because carbon-14 has a half-life of 5,730 years. And when we reach that, the end of the 60s, the carbon-14 in the human being had halved. Now, and, and this has a lot to do with, uh, you know, certainly how we understand time and how we can have a different understanding of time. Because these six days of creation, one could ask, why does God need six days of creation? And this is God. Why does God, God need six days? Like someone said to God, build me a world, and guys, it'll take me six days. And God could do it immediately. There's no restraint on God. Time, space has no restraint on the creator. The creator does what the creator wants. The creator's king. So why did it take six days? Because these six days are actually a prototype to the script. In other words, each day corresponds to a thousand years. This is said in the Psalms. And a thousand years, uh, each thousand year period corresponds to each uh, one of the six days of creation. For example, what was created in the first day was created light. And uh, 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 yes, was created light. In the first day was created light. That's all that was created. And in the first thousand years of creation, as we see as chronicled in the Torah, that people lived for a thousand years. There still was death because we had eaten from the tree of knowledge. So that incurred death. But the death only happened after a thousand years. That was considered a lifetime. Like 70 years are considered a lifetime now. And no, no one actually, or actually in Torah, occurred, a lifetime is 120 years, which... I don't know if anyone actually reaches that. 
but nonetheless, that was the standard. You know, 70 years considered a life, and whatever you get after that, you get. You know, and uh, um, um, yeah, so that was a lifetime. And, and things grew, like, uh, tremendously fast. And they also decayed tremendously fast because time uh, was, was configured according to the energy of that thousand years called chesed, which is just giving, so everything just expanded, like, exponentially. I'm not sure that's the right word, but, you know, for what the process was, well, it was. That's a very natural kind of thing, you know, and things ju ju just uh, took off. So if you went back 6,000 years and took something from that uh, period, it would appear to be millions of years old. And there's another thing that says the measure is a very interesting thing that says when, well, I mean, I'll get to, to, to that at the sixth day, when the human being was created, the human being was created 120 feet tall. And the angels complained, for this little world, this human being is going to produce too much shit. So God uh, made the human being to be smaller, six feet. And, and, and that's one of the ways to understand why we find very big animals, because everything came before the human being, because the human being is kind of the star of the show. So on the first day, you want to get the lights in the right place. The second day, you know, you divide the water, you divide these, uh, you know, things so you have space for actually the play. And, and and then in the and 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 um, then in the uh, the third day, oh, you know the water is commanded to seek a depth, and you because the the original way that the elements were is there was earth, there was water around it, there was uh, uh, air around that, and there was fire around that, and but and and so when the uh, ocean, the water, was commanded by the Creator to seek a depth, that that allowed the earth to be seen. And in converse, now when water freezes, it always freezes on its surface. Everything else freezes from the center. But water, because its nature was changed, so also this changed, and that allows us to have aquatic life in places where it gets very cold. Very beautiful thing. And, 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 and then, uh, you know, in the, uh, the fourth day, the stars, the, the planets are aligned, everything's aligned so that everything is focused towards the earth. And, uh, and then in the fifth day, it starts to have life coming out of the sea. And on the sixth day, life is being called out of the earth. So how do these things get in the sea and the earth? So they receded from the previous world, where there were 974 generations that were seated in the earth, then the Creator could just call them out. But they weren't really called out yet, they were just planted there, because at the end of the sixth day, that's when the human being, now everything is ready, the human being comes to the fore, and the first thing he says, like every human being who comes into this world, he cries to the Creator, I'm hungry! Looking out on the, on this planet that was just not, it was just barren, and he's hungry. So God said, "Oh, you're hungry here," and brought a cloud and made it rain, and all these things sprouted out, and the animals came out, and it was just uh, 
just one, a, a big surprise, a nice surprise for the human being. And uh, uh, um, yes, so that was the end of the six days of creation that the human being uh, and, and the Rosh Hashanah is interesting, the celebration of the creation is always on the sixth day, which is the first day of Tishrei, called Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year. And this is the new year for all of all human beings, because we all come from this one human being, and inside the human being was also an equal human being who was a woman, and uh, but she was hidden. And and the and the original human being uh, was made by God to be androgynous and to be able actually within her himself be able to conceive a child and give birth. But the human being, the male, was not able to see the females. So eventually, God uh, uh, broke them into two. I shouldn't say broke them. That 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 the Creator took the side of the female from the male and made two duality. And, and so these are the six days of creation, but they weren't over until there was a seventh. And the seventh is the day of rest, where God stopped creating. And, uh, 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 and it says without the rest, creation just would have kept going on. And so this is where the week comes from, and, and the, the day of Shabbat. The Jewish people were given to always recognize and uh, and you know and, and keep the Shabbat, do things that you know like they're supposed to have great pleasure in, on the Shabbat because that's when we relax. That's when we suddenly lay back, kick back, because God kicked back. And these are the six days of creation and the final day of rest. And each day reflects. Uh, what happened on the day of creation within um, uh, the 6,000 years from the history of the human being, which is chronicled throughout uh, the Torah. And, 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 and this is the basis of what we know as the Hebrew calendar. It's not really a Hebrew calendar. It, it, far, uh, uh, it comes far before there were any Jewish people, and many of the names are just you know, we have no idea really what they meant or what they do mean. And uh, nonetheless, uh, uh, the Jewish people, when we became a people, our history was folded into this original calendar, which is really a calendar of the human being on planet Earth. And, uh, and therefore, on the first thousand years, you had things which just uh, grew uh, just without holding back, just everything grew and the world was just full of life. And then in the second thousand years, that's when the uh, flood comes and wipes out everyone but a small family of Noah, his wife, and his three children. And from that, we repopulate the earth with a more modest human being. The, human, the, the original human being was just too much and was wrecking the planet and needed to be brought down a peg. And, and that's what happened. And uh, then began the, uh, and that's considered the 2,000 years of, um, uh, of tohu, of chaos. 
And that bridge from the previous world to this world. And then in the year 2000, Avraham comes to the earth to teach the people about the oneness of the creator. The creator is everywhere, all the time for everybody. And this begins the 2,000 years of, um, of teaching. And um, yes, the 2,000 years of teaching. And they end 100 and... Uh, uh, 130, I believe, 130, I forget now, 100, uh, uh, no, it's 240, 120. 120 years before they end, the Romans uh, destroy uh, the last rebellion in Israel of Bar Kokhba, who was attempting to build the third temple and make the Jewish people to be free. And, uh, and after that, they began exiling the Jewish people, began the exile of Rome uh, 120 years before elapsing uh, 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 the 2,000 years of, um, uh, of teaching and brings in the 2,000 years of Mashiach. And we are right at the end. There are only 220 years left until the end of the 6,000-year um, calendar. And, and, and it's very significant uh, because these are the end of days. It's the end when the, uh, uh, when the Mayan calendar ends, when the uh, uh, carbon-14 ends, and uh, when the Hebrew calendar ends. And these uh, are, are three calendars that had a beginning, exact beginning, and an exact end. And um, now I'm just going to take a little break here and uh, re replenish myself, and I will be back. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, Galut Radio. Hello, welcome back. My name is David. This is, um, uh, what is this? This is Galut Radio. I'm so much in exile. Galut means exile. Can't even remember what I'm talking about, but I do remember that this is about time. We're talking about time and how time is segmented into 6,000 years corresponding to the six uh, days of creation, the prototype and the energy for each thousand years. And, um, uh, yes, and the day of Shabbat, the day of rest, making seven. And for this reason, um, we have a seven-day week. So one could ask, why, why is it seven, not ten? Because the tree of life is made from ten different components. Three triangles and then one uh, at the bottom. And uh, but, what, but there's a distinction between the first three, called the head, chachma being of the dot, chachma uh, being the right side of the brain, uh, 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 the power to ask a question, the left side of the brain, bina being the um, uh, the, the feminine side, which is to understand, and then in the middle, the third eye being dot. And these are corresponds to the sun, uh, Mercury, and Venus, and Venus being the, the brightest star in the sky, um, uh, representing the third eye. 
And the similarity between three, these three bodies are they have no moons. But from the Earth to Pluto, they all have moons. And the moon is a sign of life. And there's, there is life, as the Zora explains, on the outer six planets. And there's physical life on our planet. And this whole thing, it, you know, we have to look at our, uh, our solar system as an embryo where the head is shut off just like in a baby, that the head is just bent forward and is not really operating. And it even receives the food through the stomach, the umbilical cord. And, and one of the things that changes when we are born is the stomach closes up and the mouth opens up and the eyes and the ears and uh, we become a complete human being. And, and, and so we are in the second um, uh, world the, uh, uh, of life. And the first was 7,000 years of Tohu, and now you have uh, a, a 7,000 years of Tikkun. And one would ask, so what happens after the 6,000 years, as calendar is over? So it starts a thousand years of woman and a thousand years of peace. And it says at the end of that thousand years, uh, as like the human soul will then go to another planet and begin another uh, thousand years, uh, a 7,000 year period until we have done all seven planets, making 49. And then the, it's known uh, in the Torah, written in the, uh, the written Torah, that 50 is forever. And then we will be alive, and then we will be born, and the sun and Mercury and Venus will also become alive, and we will be a coherent, uh, 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 and that coherent is not the word I mean, cogent uh, body, one body, just like the human being is one body, and the, the earth is meant to be one body, and, uh, and, and, and the solar system is one body, but it's not yet awakened and having uh, cognizance of that. Just each part has cognizance that uh, it exists, because we all say, I, even the rock says I, you know, you run into it and say, hey, man, I'm here. Everything says I, that's how we exist. And uh, everything bows down to the creator, except for the human being, we have freedom of choice to choose whether we want to admit, yes, the creator is here to everyone all the time, or no, you know, I'll do what I want. Because they think you only have a certain amount of time. Time goes on forever. So what does it matter? You do good, you do bad. Do, do what makes you happy. And other people are just humanists. I just want to feel like I'm a good human being. And, you know, they don't know one way or another. But the Torah is very exact about this stuff. Because things happen in a particular time. For example, a thousand years after the, the you know the temple is destroyed and the people are pushed out two thousand years ago, this is the thousand years of hode of, of of stepping back. You know, the first of the seven thousand years is um, uh, is chesed, is chesed is kindness. Uh, and, uh, yes. And that, and that was chesed and govura, kindness and severity. The first thousand years, all life. And then severity was... And then the third thousand years, Tiferet, that begins with Avram comes to this world. The temple is built. All these beautiful things happen. Many teachers come about. And then Netzach has to do with surviving and being victorious. And it ends 
120 years before uh, uh, the end of that thousand-year period, when we're taken out into exile and, uh, and, and begin the thousand years of hode, of stepping back, of retreat, like the left leg. And in this time, you know, uh, is the time of the... Um, uh, um, of the Crusades. And interesting, when, when this thousand year ends, it ends with the Black Plague. And as many of the, that, that the Crusades killed were in turn killed by them by this pandemic, which certainly has a lot to say about our time when our Earth is undergoing this undue stress of, and it's too hot, and it's polluted, and suddenly, uh, you know, we've given too much of our resources, you know, to either the future or the past, you know, and we haven't really taken care of the present, and 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 the erratic weather has come, has come, and now a disease has come, which kind of shares the fever with everybody. And by doing this has stopped the supply and demand cycle, which has allowed uh, uh, all this uh, heat to stop and give the earth, you know, uh, a little nuka, a little rest. And also time for the human being to um, consider how we're using the resources uh, of the earth. And there are many things about our time that are reflected in the Hebrew calendar. And, but probably no more poignant than uh, on the date 5777, which was 2017, that a eclipse passed only across America. And really across the Bible Belt of America. And it was in that year that, uh, that the current president was elected. And the current president happened to be when he was inaugurated uh, 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 70 years, seven months, and seven days, the 777. And what is the meaning of this? One will be surprised to learn, because 777 always seemed to be a lucky number. It says all sevens are beloved. But when you get to the 777, this is a sign of the angel of death. And, uh, and, 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 and now we're dealing with this uh, pandemic. And, and one of the ways to bring light into the darkness, which is the purpose of this uh, uh, broadcast, you know, uh, because, uh, you know, it says all the ways of Torah are peace, and it's full of light. In, in Aramaic, Torah is called orisa, uh, built on the word or light, orata. I'll pronounce things correctly. Anyways, uh, the, the, uh, and, um, and the way that we can understand our present is to really understand the script of God, what we're expected to do. And, uh, 
and it's interesting that this last uh, thousand year period that we are now um, uh, uh, 800 years into, 820 years into it, no, wait, 800, no, uh, 780 years into it, having only 220 years left, um, that, uh, that it's time to really, we see what we can do. Oh, that this, this era, this thousand years has to do with sexuality, you sowed. And this is the last thing that happens before the thousand years of woman, which is then manuka is rest which is very true socially. There's all this kind of tension between man and woman, but once they come together, then that's the whole point of all the tension. And, uh, and then you have rest for a while. Anyways, and this is happening in a very dramatic way in our uh, world. And, and, and now we're, uh, you know, we're seeing that uh, America, which is the biggest driver, you know, uh, of all this production uh, and have driven everyone into great wealth, and particularly China, which has become extremely wealthy because they're the producers of it. They're only producing because we need it. You know, the drug traffickers from Mexico always said, you know, that, that you know, the mafia said the same thing, that, you know, we only provide what people want. And America is based on consumerism, and we have been taught just to consume everything. That becomes the joy in life to take the money we have made, to go out and just throw it around and get a lot of junk. And, and we have, America is just full of junk. I mean, it's unbelievable how much junk we have. And that is a sign of how rich we are because we're a disposable uh, society. We just dispose of everything. It's just simpler just to buy something new. And this more than anything, has really uh, 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 caused the world to overheat, to be sick and to, be, and to overheat. And it should be no surprise to us that this disease, uh, uh, which came from the Far East, and I think that this is important to, to recognize, not to uh, in no way demean, you know, Asian people, but it says in the Zohar that, uh, you know, there's many predictions in the Zohar. And it says in the Zohar that in the end of days, and we are at the end of days because all the calendars are ending. That's what it means. It's not the world's ending. That's ridiculous. And God's put too much work in. This ain't just going to end. Uh, there's a script here, and the script is not and everything ends, you know. This is not the script. There's going to be a, a, a beautiful thousand years ahead of us. However, that there has to be this uh, transition period, and that's what we're in. This is birth. This is a birth of like a new era. And, and this is a time to look out and see, yes, we have achieved such expertise with the materials that God has given us on this earth, the four elements, the earth, the water, the wind, and the fire. And, and we see we can build anything, agriculture, anything that a person can uh, uh, think of, uh, can imagine, we can build it. And the question is, what have we built? We have taken from the earth great wealth. And, and, and what have we done with our wealth? And now is a very good time when these 
masters of war would like to just get finished with this virus so they can start up again because they're based on consumerism. And so this is why this is a very important time in life. And it's interesting, you know, certain, uh, you know, there, there are no numbers in Hebrew. Everything is denoted by a letter. So, um, uh, and, and each uh, decade is denoted by a letter. For example, the previous uh, decade was ayin, which means I. Now, not all the letters have a meaning in, in, you know, in the Hebrew language, you know, but many of them do. And uh, maybe they all, maybe they all do. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not. A, anyways, but certainly ayin means I. And, and, and then we've just started in 2020 or just before it, a few months before, uh, peh. Uh, uh, and the pay is peh, is mouth. So now is time to speak out. Now is the time that we really need to talk to one. We've all been like trying to get money and all of this, and we see what it's led to, and we see how we have really been, been manipulated, how it's up to us, not only, you know, it's not, we're not uh, workers, they can just start up and, you know, and all the workers are gonna run to, into place. Now we have a time to say, do we really want these things? Uh, much of our economy is based on tourism. In other words, there's so much money that all these people with the money, they go, you know, they can go out around the world and check everything out and pollute even more. And uh, we have to say, well, wait a minute, is this really important to us? How important is to us we should be able to, you know, fly around the world really fast? What is really essential? You know, we have essential things that are open. We're starting to see what is essential, what is not essential. And I think uh, there's a time to think about our jobs. Are we doing something essential or are we doing something that's just kind of bullshit job is making bullshit, more bullshit in the world? And who needs it? And maybe we should refrain from doing these jobs. And now that we can see what society really needs and, you know, a lot of what society needs, it needs human interaction. I think it's one of the things that we see from this disease is that it's making us that we have to stand apart from people. And some people are like really paranoid. I mean, they want to be six feet away from you, just walking on the sidewalk. I, mean, I can understand not touching someone, not, you know, I mean, just walking by. You're going to stop and talk, you know, you have a little space. But people are like, you know, afraid. And the truth is that the human being uh, needs interaction and needs uh, a human touch. You know, they, they, they noticed after World War II that in orphanages, they would have uh, babies that would be very taken care, care of, they were, they were fed, they, they, they were changed, uh, everything was working good, and they would die. And they finally realized what these babies weren't getting was touch. You know, life is not, you know, about eating and, you know, having a good environment around you. You know, it's about without the touch, a person dies. And through this disease, it's showing us, uh, you know, through this disease, which stopped just in its tracks, this whole uh, divisive plan that man had, because God's plan is more beautiful. That, 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 that the whole idea of the 6,000 years, you see, are, are, are the, these are called in Kabbalah, zero ampin, the small faces, which is 
an attribute of will. And, uh, and then the last one, this, you know, the seventh, the seventh out of the year, woman, which is an attribute of pleasure. And pleasure is the deepest part of creation, even though one can have a will to live, but it's really the pleasure that's really what life is. We all go after pleasure. Different people find pleasure in different things, just like babies, you know, and they want to eat this or do this or have, you know, why does this give them pleasure? They, we don't ask questions like that. Pleasure is beyond logic. Allah is not hurting other people. Go have your pleasure. And uh, but instead, we have been turned into a bunch of workers who have to keep this thing going so we can have a lot of rich people flying around the world and giving lavish parties. And like this is the best the human being can be. And this is the kind of person who we find over and over do not respect women. And, and, and yet we're going into a time of woman where woman, you know, it's like birth. When a woman goes into birth, man forgets everything else, the phone calls, the business, the bullshit. It all becomes focused on the woman. And, 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 and woman is not just a person's woman or the woman next door or women in general. It's also the earth. This is Mother Earth. And we have to have that same kind of uh, uh, degree of care about the earth. That when the, the thousand years of woman comes in, that we will be prepared. And we will be proud before God that look what we did to your beautiful, with your beautiful earth. All right, we had our problems. We had to work out these different things, uh, you know, in man. Because man has to enter into woman at the highest degree. It's sort of like the bees, you know. They, you know, the queen bee can fly the highest, and the the, the male bee, the last male bee that can uh, then can follow her. That's who she mates with. She wants the strongest. See, and and, uh, uh, and that's where we want to be at the year uh, six thousand and two hundred and twenty years. We want to be the strongest. The, the most respectful, you know, the, 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 the most beautiful man we can be in order to, to, to enter into the thousand years of woman. And that's why time is so important. Time is not, you know, the, you know, the scientists, everything they teach us is just forever. Everything is forever. Time is forever. You know, in science, you know, in mathematics, when you get to infinity, you know, it's not working. Because mathematics, you know, it only works if it's if it's confined within these numbers. And the same thing with life. Life doesn't just go on until we die. I mean, there's a meaning to life. There's a meaning to every decade in life. And every decade is, is beautiful. No one should think that, you know, you get old, not young, so, you know, what's life, you know? And that's not true, that every aspect of life is beautiful. And God gave us this beautiful world, which one cannot uh, not see because it lines up so perfectly, the moon and the sun. And this over oh, the one planet where there's life. Obviously, God gave this to us. And the most important currency in life, and we see it when we're pushed to the wall, is the human being. And it should be that, that, that I think the countries that have the greatest population, they are the wealthiest countries. They can do the most, they can produce the most, and, and, and in a sense, you know, we should all help them to give them direction. We should work together as a body. You know, the arms just don't, 
you know, go out there and make a bunch of things. It has to be, you know, something that the head say, hey, this is a good idea. And the heart it, it gets full of excitement. Yeah, let's do this. And you go to the where there's the most people or the most, you know, and you do it. And this is what God meant for us, is to work together as one world. Then we will be a, a complete human being. And this time, even though it's a very sad time, and it's a very hard time, and it's very hard to see people suffering and to watch this tsunami uh, going across, you know, uh, uh, you know, our country and other countries and, and, and how much shame I think we all have as Americans to know why we were living this big high life and everyone's throwing around money. And, you know, I saw recently that, that you know, um, a couple of months ago that the economy was starting to go down because they weren't selling as many million dollar cars. I didn't even know there was a million dollar car. And, and God has certainly put this to a stop. And those who have perpetrated this more than anybody else on the earth, and particularly our president, who is the embodiment of the 777, which is a sign of the angel of death. You know, only in casino, casinos is it a lucky number. And he was the owner of casinos. And this is like, uh, you know, and we have to understand that, and particularly all the religious people out there who stand behind this man, you know, they should know who they're standing behind. You know, maybe to other people it doesn't mean so much. But I think, you know, in the next episode, I'm going to explain how the 777 uh, is related to the angel of death, which is related to our time, which is related to this disease. And, and what it takes, you know, more than any kind of vaccine is that, you know, we should really think about who we are and stand before God and say, no, I want to make this earth a better place. And I'm not going to let myself be, you know, lulled into sleep and, and, and addicted to, you know, to consuming. Everything's based on consumption. And this, I mean, it's just absurd. You know, God gave us this beautiful world, you know, a hundred years ago, you know, that, that consumption was a disease. They call it tuberculosis. Consumption is still a, a, a disease. And, um, but anyways, you know, uh, you know, the, 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 this birth process is difficult, but not only are we going to get through it, but we're going into a beautiful time, a thousand years of women, and we should start, you know, uh, that's where our focus should be. If we focus on woman, put woman above man, that's what men are meant to do, because men are happy when women are happy. And if the men of our world are allowed to help women get out of poverty, get off the street, get straight, it'll help men. And, you know, and we're going into a thousand years of women, and no one talks about it, all these, you know, religions. You know, they, 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 they don't want, they, they, I, I won't, I, I, my purpose here is to bring a light. So I don't want to start talking about religion or politics. But I can point out that these things are detrimental to the human spirit. And we see because God wants to be known by every person. Every person is important. That is currency. And the currency of the United States is a beautiful currency because it is so diverse. We have people from all over. 
And we need to start appreciating this currency instead of the one that's dug out of the earth or, or the ones that's in the air that really doesn't mean anything anyways. Well, after all that, let me say my name is David and this is Galut Radio, uh, exile, that's what Galut means, when you put the Aleph into the Galut, it becomes Gaula, which is redemption. And redemption comes from acknowledging that the Creator, yes, gave this to us and put it into our hands and we should be do so something good with it. So when we go to the next world, you know, we won't be embarrassed. And all these ideas are, uh, I've written about them. My books can be found on KabbalisticNews.com. That's Kabbalah with the C, because the most feminine of all the teachings, instead of with a K, which has all these lines in it, was devised by the rabbis, which were very male. Anyways, that uh, you can go there. I, I, I have five books. I, I have another uh, nine books that I haven't published yet. And um, uh, uh, and anyways, I have books there. I have one of my books uh, printed by uh, um, uh, Inner Traditions is Kabbalistic Tarot. Uh, and I have a course on Udemy about Kabbalistic Tarot. And, uh, and the, 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 the book and the course really give a very uh, 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 unique way of expressing the tree of life. And seeing how it, the, the, that form of the tree of life is diffused through, uh, you know, uh, it, really everything you see. Because the tree of life, which are uh, three, tri which are ten components. In our world, it's on three uh, uh, pillars: the right, the left, and the center. Dispersed three um, triangles, and then the one at the end, which is the seventh, which is woman, which is the culmination of everything. And and the more that we see that, and uh, and 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 do that in society, that should be the test of how good a society is. Or how are their women doing? If the women are doing good, the children are going to be doing good. And that's a good society. Not how much money we have or how many places you can go or up in the outer space is absurd. There are people and every person is beloved by God. And uh, we should take that advice and do what the Paul Shem Tov said when asked, how do you love God? Love what God loves. And God loves creation. And of creation, God loves the human being. And of the human being, God loves the woman. Even the entities came 5,000 years ago because the women were beautiful. So uh, this is the end of, uh, you know, my time has come to the end, my allotted time for myself. And I want to thank you for listening and being interested in these things. And I'll do my best uh, to try to continue to bring this light to the world through these broadcasts. And, uh, you know, please share them. And uh, God should bless you in all your ways, and the light of God should come down upon you, and you should not fear, and you should have faith that wherever you turn, wherever you go, in this world, the next world, God is there. And as long as we know that God is there, we're there, God's there, everything's cool. And it's just the process of life, and we need to learn from it. We need to accept that what's happening is not just happening, that God has sent this to us, and we should think about it, and we should change our ways, and life will be beautiful, because the world will be beautiful, because the human being is beautiful, and because God loves the human being, and loves the earth, 
and no one can destroy the earth because God will just bring in a little bug and they'll bring them down to their knees. So, uh, 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 God bless you all, and particularly the people who are in these hospitals working. You know, you know your soul, which is engraved out of uh, light, you should know is very proud of what you're doing. And, uh, uh, and again, thank you for listening. And I'm Virgo, so I'm going to wait until it becomes exactly one hour. And that's right now.